You're listening to a Mind Cherry podcast. Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy. I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on and around a bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, morning, Kelly. How are you? Oh, well, I'm well. Thank you, Mullen. And how are you doing? I'm also doing well. You know, listeners will not know these little behind the scenes facets of how we record together, but Malin has woken up so early to be here with me today and on a Sunday. And I'm so thankful for that uh, because oh, my schedule please. this weekend was a little intense. I had the girls and we went to, um, you know, we trick or treated around uh, the Upper East Side together and just didn't have time to record otherwise. So thank you, Malin, for making this time. Oh, gosh. No, it's no problem at all. I actually... I think I'm liking being an early riser. I'm trying to change that about myself, you know, after years and years of being on on set and having Mm -hmm. to show up so dang early in my Mm -hmm. off time, I really like to sleep in. But this morning, it it was taking me back. I was, I was, you know, wishing I was running into, you know, Diana Bones in the trailer. But I, I think it's good to be up. I think good people wake up early. I think that's, I think that's what I feel. That is something over and over that you hear when you read about the habits of highly successful people. They are all early Mm -hmm. risers and they're up in the fours and fives even. Oh God. Getting that stuff done before the rest of the world has a chance to bother them. Yeah. So fours and fives. I mean, Kelly's being generous here because I believe I woke up around 645, which, you know, to, to, to a lot of people, that's just a work day. Right. But you have to understand in this actor world, in this Los Angeles life I lead, I just, I'm rarely doing that these days, especially while we're on strike. But I appreciate the opportunity to sort of cosplay as a, as a morning person today. And hopefully I sound as chipper as ever. Kelly, you mentioned trick-or-treating. I'm just curious what the girls dressed up as, what you dressed up as. Yes, we all went as characters from the Barbie movie because we still are thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's still on our minds. Katie went as Kate McKinnon's character, this sort of Mm -hmm. weird Barbie with the messed up hair. Mm -hmm. Funny. And I went as America Ferreira's character, the mom, obviously. That's Mm -hmm. sort of where my heart is. Oh, so you kind of just got to wear jeans or something. Yeah, it was great. It was so easy. And Mm -hmm. the girls... You know, still felt like I was participating in the group costume, but um, mm-hmm. I I knew that I was just doing the easy one, and uh, and then Lauren was um, Margot Robbie's character, Barbie Barbie. So, okay, and was that a fight between Katie and Lauren who got to be you know the quote unquote hot one or yeah you know. It was. Um, <laughs> and they're at a tough age where because they're so close to one another, yeah, there's a bit of friction at times when it's like, girls, why, what are we fighting about? But I right, was the same way, right. you know, growing up. And I think sure. hopefully once they're older, they'll be the best of friends. But right now, yeah, there was, a, we had to do a rock, paper, scissors over who mm. got to be um, the hot Barbie. Yeah. Right. Right. And they were calling it that too. That's so funny. It's like you were there oh, in were the room. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. That's funny. What do mm-hmm. they call her in the movie? Normal Barbie, regular Barbie, classic Barbie. What is it? For how much I, I enjoyed the movie, it, it has it is several months old now, and I it's right, right. You know, my mind these days is a sieve, so no, I oh, don't yeah. remember. I saw a lot of Barbies coming to my front door this Halloween, so your girls were right on trend, and oh, good. 
I have some exciting things to report from my little trick-or-treaters. Oh, yes. Did you go all out this year? Oh, I mean, the decorations were absolutely insane, as always. I I heard from the neighbors, which I'm now using as a metric to decide whether I've done enough, right? If I don't hear from them, it's too tasteful, right? So this year was... A success. Where I heard from them, and I say, good, good. I want you to hate the size of the spiders and Mm -hmm. the, (laughs) you know, the skeletons menacing over the neighbor's fence. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, um, we were talking... So as listeners will know, we've t- talked about our, our production company on here, and we are figuring out things still, obviously still don't have a name, but we did land on what was a really fun idea, unusual, unique idea, that we will be trying to make the stories for and by young girls, in addition to women, mm-hmm. of course. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, I don't know any young girls. I mean, I know Katie and Lauren, but but other right. than that, you know, I'm not really, I wouldn't say, in community with a lot of young girls. Well... Cue Halloween, mm-hmm. and I got a freaking parade of them coming up to my door. And so the ones that were in your more sort of classic costumes, I didn't engage. But the ones where they were really creative, mm-hmm. I thought, have you ever wanted, or I didn't think, I said, have you ever wanted to be a screenwriter? Mm-hmm. I wish I'd had business cards or something. Um, so I ended up just sort of Ugh. leaving them with, with the thought and said, well, you know where I live. When you have ideas, oh. come back and find me. I'll be the house with yes. all the Christmas stuff. So yeah, I mean, fingers crossed that pans right. out because I, there were a lot of creative gals. So smart planting the seed. And I'm sure, you know, their parents back on the sidewalk probably said, hey, I think I recognize that woman oh, from television. And so I they know. trust you, your trusted face. Yeah, I think so. I got a little waves from the parents. I, I You're right. I think they do know. Mm-hmm. And I, let's just say I was in a little bit of a, a Marsha outfit. Again, not, <gasps> not trying to promote anything not. here, but, uh, you know, I put on a pantsuit. <laughs> wow. You've got to send me photos. I... I can't believe I didn't ask for them sooner. It's just, it's fun to do a little something. And John wasn't really feeling it this year. So I was on my own and, and I just thought, well, let's have a little fun. Let's, let's up the chances of me getting recognized and just put on straight up something that my character would have worn. So we had had fun with that. You know, and I've seen that that's not unlike what the the cast of The Office, who are all on Cameo, a lot of them will do that in their videos on Cameo. Kate Flannery, I'll see, you know, sometimes she'll uh, she'll hold up a Dundee or, you know, other artifacts from her time on the show. And I assume she's sort of dressed like Meredith as she does them, too. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh, yeah. wouldn't it's a reminder. We, all, we always say I we know. say a lot of things on this show. And we do. I'm learning. I don't know how much follow through we have, but I would like for that to change. And maybe as we come up on the holiday season and New Year's resolutions, that's something that we could work on together is actually doing the things we say we'll do, such as joining Cameo, learning Spanish, starting a production company, finishing a script, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe decide now in November, be thinking, be prepping for Mm -hmm. January. That feels like a recipe for success. I really do agree. And on that topic, I think one of mine, it's already in progress. So I can't, I guess I can't call it technically a New Year's resolution because I'm doing it now this year. But last week, our conversation with Chaz, our fight coordinator, Mm -hmm. I signed up for another self-defense class here in New York. But this one, I got a recommendation from him about who to train with, who is more offensively minded. Oh, Um, and so will you get to punch this instructor? Yes, Oh my goodness. What I've read in the reviews and what I heard from Chaz is you start every session begins with a group of 10 women sitting in a circle, duck, duck, goose style, Mm. and the instructor standing in the middle. And you decide, you sort of use group mind to determine who's going to attack him first. And then you all go nuts on him. Oh, wow. Group mind. Yes. 
Mm. So it's a, yeah, an exciting combination of sort of improv and acting technique with, I, you can't call it self-defense because he hasn't done anything to you, but. Right, right. Well, but maybe he's about to. Yes. You don't know. So what are you going to wait around? The, thing, the city can be so dangerous. Yeah. You know, it can be so dangerous. And if you're waiting to get hit, sometimes it's too late. Right. So sometimes yeah. you've got to be the one doing the hitting first, I think. Exactly. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Chaz. I hope, he, I hope he's doing okay. Yes. Yeah, he sounded like he was in a tough time in his life, but who isn't right now? Yeah, you know, it's just who so among the us? world uh, is so right. crazy. Yeah, I mean, I was just sorry, remembering our conversation with Porkum. I mean, talk about crazy. The man is mm. who knows where. Right. But we did have some happy news to report, which is that the messages that Porkum recorded that went out to the world seem to have had their effect. We were reached out to by a staffer from the Buddha Judge camp which is just crazy. Isn't that so wild to know the reach of this podcast? I mean, you and I know it because we see the numbers from the network, right? but it's wonderful to be reminded that it's going further than we ever could have imagined. I mean, we're yeah. in the upper echelons of government at this point. Yeah. This is the Secretary of Transportation reaching out to us about an anecdote that he heard on the podcast. Right. Or it could have been Chastin because Chastin, I know, was a a fan of comedy. And I think actually took an improv class in Chicago, I heard. He did do improv. And I wonder, yeah, you do have to wonder who in that camp, and maybe it's Pete himself, but who in that mm-hmm. camp is a fan of riding around? It's probably all of them, if we're being honest. But but right. someone specifically had to hear this and act upon it. And we're grateful. And so we're hoping to connect Pete and Porkum and get those loafers Broker returned. some sort of understanding. Yeah. And and then maybe, of course, you know, while we're in the conversation with the Buttigieg camp, maybe we can sort of work out some sort of negotiation for Porkham's release because, I mean, as you guys heard, he is just so talented. We need him back mm-hmm. out in the world doing what he does best, set costuming and mm-hmm. and bringing joy. I mean, you guys heard him. He's just, he's he's so funny, such a light. And that's that's in prison. So imagine him out. Right. Out of prison, you really can't imagine what a, a wonderful person he was to have around a set. Yeah, we miss him. And, you know, we, I think that we could be a little more, maybe that's another New Year's resolution. Hmm. I think we could be sending messages to him from listeners and sort of being brokers of joy in that way as well, where yes. if our listeners want to send us mail to writingaroundpod at gmail.com and just put in the subject line, message for Porkum, we'll send it along to him and you know make sure that he's getting regular correspondence from the outside world, because that is something about prison that's such a challenge, is you're just yeah. made to feel you know, that you're not connected to the rest of the world and people right. in it. And that's such a shame. Right, right. We absolutely don't want him to feel forgotten. So that's, I love that idea, Kelly. So in the new year, not quite yet, but in the new year, well, I guess you could send them now and we'll just hold them until January. Yes. We'll pass along those messages to Porkham and just sort of help bring him that joy that he so deserves. Well, listeners, you might have figured by now there, there is no guest today. It's just Kelly and Mullen here. And yes, we also maybe could uh, answer a few of your questions. We've got uh, a few in the inbox here. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you all for sending them. I, we told you you didn't have to wait for a mailbag. And you said, OK, I won't. Yes, thank you. We have a question from James O from Palo Alto who asks, I am a man, but I have an idea I'd like to pitch your production company. May I? And no further note than that. So we don't know what the pitch is. Mullen, what do you think our policy is on this? I have to say right now for me, uh, just in this sort of girl power post-divorce phase of my life, I'm thinking no. I I am also thinking no. I mean, there is a wealth of 
other companies who make and and produce pitches from men all the time. And James, Mm -hmm. I think I would encourage you to find those yourself, you know, do, do an Agbo, go to the Russo brothers, you know, um, call up Amblin, call up, you know, call up one of these places where where Cooper's production company, whatever that is. Right. And, and then maybe leave, uh, leave this company for the women and girls. You know, I guess Mm -hmm. that's, that's our first reaction. That said, this, you know, it's all about story, isn't it? So James, you, you seem like a go-getter, which we appreciate here at Riding Around. I think if the idea is focused on women and girls, mm-hmm. now that's a conversation we could have and we could talk about maybe pairing you right. with an experienced woman. You know, I have no idea whether you're talking feature or television show, miniseries, as it were. So if there is an idea in there that we're into, perhaps we could find a way to make it fit the parameters right. of our company. And now here I am talking out both sides of my mouth, of course, but I, I say, send us the pitch, send us the pitch. Mm-hmm. And I suppose this email works writing around pod at gmail.com as we still don't have a company name yet, but right. go ahead and send it over. And if it's a good idea, well, we'll, we'll change our mind. Yes. That's, you know what, Malin, you're so smart. That's the answer that I should have given and that I would give. No, no, now my, is- my instinct was the same as yours, which is a hell no. Go talk mm-hmm. to Tom Cruise or something, you know? Right. But um, at the same time, we don't want to get behind the boys club because we are ruling out submissions from half of the population. So I agree with you, Malin. Right, right. Uh, in spirit, no. But in practice, it's a maybe. And that's if we can, yeah, pair you with with someone yeah. uh, with the right identity. Because we know some very talented, I mean, there were only a handful, I guess, on Writing Around, but some talented female writers. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple in the later seasons, yes, right, Kelly? Yes, in the later seasons, yes. Diana typically preferred to work with men in the writer's room, and we'll have to have her back on at some point to sort of explore Talk through that, that and why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I never questioned it at the time, and it's now, only now that we're starting a right. production company where I'm like, huh, hmm. was that affecting the pipeline of, of writers who would go on to do other, you know, other great things? And it's hard to say. And... Yeah, to what extent is it a showrunner's responsibility as they're right. showrunning their own creation and trying to make it look and feel exactly like they wanted to, to mm-hmm. then also be thinking about the careers of others? I mean, it's it's tough to do both those things at one time, I imagine. So You're right. And let's not forget, she is a woman. So, mm-hmm. you know, how many women do you, you've already got a woman in charge? How many do you need? You know, and, and again, this isn't really supporting... Uh, are starting this production company right. with our, our sort of mission statement. But, you know, we're obviously, we're working it out in real time. And maybe it's enough mm-hmm. for just the stories to be about women. You know, I hear all this about the male gaze these days. And and is, is that so bad? I, you, I, you know, you sometimes think, <laughs> you know, because it's half the population, like you said. Right. Right. Am I supposed to, uh, yeah, dis- disregard the worldview of right. so many people around me? I don't think so. And by the way, lots of men are in power. How are we meant to mm-hmm. understand the powerful, you know, our our government officials, mm-hmm. our our bosses at work? You know, we're I guess we're bossless, Kelly. We're actually our own bosses right now. But right. you know, I can remember a time when I had a, a male boss and yeah, I mean, maybe it's worth thinking about how we can better understand those men by consuming stories made by and about them. Anyway, I, I just just something to think about. Um and listeners, if, if, if you think we sound way off on this, I guess write in and tell us because yes. we're obviously talking in circles here. But 
yeah. right? Weigh in. We're always happy to hear from you. And in many ways, you are the moral compass of this show because, yeah. you know, I think it's it's obvious that Mullen and I are adrift right now, uh, <laughs> just in life. And no, sure, yeah, it's it's out there, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, James O, thank you for the question. Hope that our long rambling answer was of some satisfaction to you. And shoot mm-hmm. us a note, writingaroundpod at gmail.com. We've got another note from Jenna B. of Birmingham, Alabama, who says, Hi, ladies. I love your podcast, but I can't help but think there's not enough for you to talk about when you're not recapping the actual show. Thoughts on pausing until you can actually do what the podcast is supposed to do. XO. Oh, Jenna. Okay, I'm glad you put that XO because it was feeling a little harsh. I gotta, I gotta yes. say. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I guess you're not enjoying these episodes like the one we're currently in. And you do sound a bit like the folks at Mind Cherry, who I think mm-hmm. are feeling maybe similarly to you. You know, still obviously so supportive and so supportive. Again, shout out to the team there, Shiloh, the team. Riley. Thank you both. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- yeah, look, this this is what it is. We have a we have a mandate here. You know, we said we'd put out weekly episodes when we signed yes. on with Mind Cherry, and we're simply not going to hurt our union no. the way that you're suggesting we do. Absolutely not. And at the same time, we're not going to pause what is a valuable revenue stream for us during a drought of work. And that's just a fact. And I'm sorry, but no, we're not going to do it. Listen, we started this podcast as a recap podcast. If we started it, like, for example, how Busy Phillips runs her podcast, Mm -hmm. she comes in prepared to talk about her life for two, three hours every week. That's not (laughs) what we envision doing when we started doing this. So no. we are not naturals at it, I'll say, because it just, it simply wasn't what we were prepared to do. No. So we're learning on our feet as we go and appreciate your patience as we do figure out how to fill the space with right. our voices and, and, and our thoughts. I mean, if that's what people want, Kelly, I suppose we could give it to them, you know, oh, logging yeah, sure. on and bursting into tears when I talk about... <sighs> My marriage, I could do that. Is that what you right. want from me, Genevieve? Do you I want mean, that? <laughs> it's like I, I don't think you know what you're asking for here exactly. Well, actually, you asked us to pause, but since we can't pause, what you're mm-hmm. asking us to do is full on bear our souls to you in a way that just doesn't feel like it would be nice for me. Yeah, you just have to understand, Jenna, that the relationship between a public figure and the public mm-hmm. is scary. Yeah, It's scary. You are so exposed. And that is the nature of celebrity in this country as we are all learning, you know, for example, from the Britney Spears story. Um, I have not started her book yet, but the excerpts that I've heard are horrifying. And you think we do that to celebrities in this country and we do it to female celebrities and we delight in it Mm -hmm. and we delight in their pain Mm -hmm. and the spectacle of it all. And so do Malin and I want to make ourselves that that sort of spectacle uh, so that you're comfortable, Jenna B. I I don't don't think you do. I I think Jenna sit with this and ask yourself whether you really want to force two nice women mm-hmm. into sobbing on into mic. <laughs> Think about that. No, really. I mean, it's easy to say from your laptop, mm-hmm. hi, ladies, love the podcast, but maybe, you know, cut yourselves wide open for me. But really think about how that's probably landing with the two nice ladies you're hearing right now. Right. Jenna, I have a challenge for you, actually. <laughs> I want you to go out, get a podcasting mic and set up. Yeah. Learn how to use GarageBand or QuickTime. And I want you to send us a 30 minute recording of you talking about your life. And if we deem it more interesting than 
what it is that we're doing, mm-hmm. we'll pause the podcast. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Because we'll say, oh, anyone can do it. And we're just bad at it. But I don't think that's what's going to happen, Genevieve. I don't I think just, so either. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you so much for yes, sending these for questions question. in. And everyone keep them coming. As you know, we are light on content, as Jenna would have you believe. So write us some more questions, maybe a little less uh, antagonistic, if you will. Mm-hmm. And and look, one day we'll be able to answer them with the full-throated honesty you've come to love from us. But right now we just, we can't talk about the show. I'll tell you what, Kelly, I don't, I don't think that woman's downloading GarageBand. I'll just say that. No, no. You know what? Ed, fr- from the typos in her email, she barely even got that off to right. us. So we'll, yeah. Yeah. Let's just say there was a lot of sick in that SIC mm-hmm. in that as we were reading that we spared you all from, we were able to decipher what she meant, but right. not everything was spelled correctly. Let's just say that. Right. And listen to listeners hearing this and saying, oh my God, I will never send a question and you were just so cruel to that woman. The majority of the questions we get from you are very flattering and oh, we tend so to stick nice. with those yeah, because yeah. they're easier to handle. And when we get one like that, Mm-hmm. I guess we go a little crazy. And Mullen, there's still a possibility we could we could have this edited out if we listen back and decide, oh, that was being sure. shared. But, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. No, I definitely still sure. want to be putting our best selves forward. So if this comes yes. off nasty or something, which I don't think, it, you know, it's honesty, not nastiness, right? Right. Yeah, I think people want honesty. That's what they yeah. they crave. And, and that's what that's what Busy is doing on her podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So, hey, Jenna, that was, some, that was some uncut honesty from mm-hmm. old Mullen Kel, wasn't it? Well, I feel a little exerted, overexerted after that. How about you, Kelly? I would say so too. Yeah. yeah. And Malin, you still have your whole day ahead of you. And now, mm-hmm. gosh, oh, yeah. just wide awake and spinning your wheels about, am I good enough at the job that I'm doing? I mean, what a shame right. that right. you've been made to feel that way this morning by Jenna B. <laughs> uh, from Birmingham. Right. Uh, right. But, you know, had a great time recording this episode with you. Yes, I did too. I did too. And and you know what I think I actually could use right now is probably a little class where I could go do some group think and punch a man with my fellow women. That actually would be pretty dang nice right now. Well, have I got a recommendation yeah, for you? Yeah, right, right. I just got to get on a plane. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. And uh, keep sending your questions to writingaroundpod at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week with a special guest who you won't want to miss from the world of the show, but not someone you recognize from in front of the camera. So uh, excited to have him with us. Yes. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.